Hey guys, you're listening to My Train of Thought. I'm your host, Allie. I'm a trans, non-binary, queer lesbian, and I use they-them pronouns. This is a safe place to talk about the hard and serious stuff, but also to share stories and opinions. You can find us on Instagram at mytrainofthought underscore ag. Now, let's start the episode. Hello, everyone. Um, so this is going to be a bit of a part two from last week, um, because right now my only personality trait is that I'm going through a breakup, um, which makes sense, but, um, I, last week I kind of more focused on the positive and I was talking about, like, flirting, um, and I was talk. I mean, I, it, it was raw and there was some emotion, but, um, I, I felt not dishonest, but I just wanted to share the kind of hard stuff about a breakup, and, you know, so hopefully if someone else is going through something similar, they can feel not so alone, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about, like, I think I'm gonna title this episode Breakups and Sadness instead of Breakups and Flirting, because, obviously with the breakup comes a lot of sadness and I just wanted to talk about that and kind of I mean everyone knows it but I guess normalize it is kind of it's always um comforting when you're going through something to hear that someone else is going through something similar especially when it's something hard um because when you're going through when you're in like happiness and whatever, you know, it's not a huge deal if other people are also happy. I mean, sure, it feels good to also share your happiness with others, but when you're going through something hard, it's, um, it, it just feels really good knowing that you're not alone in that because it, like, especially with a breakup, that's something I've been feeling lots of loneliness even though I know I have so many people in my corner, like, I have so many friends and family and stuff that are there for me, and I could call, and they would come to me with the drop of a hat, but I don't have, um, that, my ex was, like, my best friend, and I would call her and tell her about all the little, um, details of the day, and, Um, while we still talk some because we're still going to be kind of friends, it's different and I'm trying to get better about not reaching out because I want to be able to, um, I mean, this is my independence era, like I'm, I'm trying to be more independent and so I think that's where a lot of my loneliness stems from is not telling someone all the little tiny details of my day, like literally the smallest things like, oh, I had this for breakfast, oh, I um, wore this outfit, oh my gosh, I saw this person, like, or I saw this flower, it was so pretty, like, just those, like, little tiny details throughout the day that, like, just make up your day, I love sharing those with someone, um, and so, like, last night, I ended up just journaling about it, which felt really good, because I was able to share the things that I did, and I, something that we say in my family is we like to get credit for our things, so, like, if one of us, like, like, in my immediate family, my parents and sister, like, if someone, like, does, like, a workout, we'll, like, text or tell someone and tell, like, about our workout, and then the other person will be, like, good job, like, and it's just you want the validation that, yeah, you did do something good today, um, and I relied on my ex on that, for that a lot of those little tiny things, um, getting validation for them, and so, 
it's been making me feel really lonely, but it's also this, like, cognitive dissonance because I know that I have people in my corner, and so it it's frustrating because I know that I'm not alone, but yet I still feel that way. And similarly, something that's, like, been kind of frustrating and scary, I'm gonna get real vulnerable here for a second, but... Um, a lot of you know I've, um, have some, like, mental illness stuff, and, um, I do take antidepressants, which have been so, so great and so, so helpful, but, you know, as a human, you still have bad days, and then for me, because I had, like, years worth of bad days before I started my medication and really taking care of myself, whenever I have a bad day, it's really scary for me because it feels like I'm going to get sucked back into the pattern of having constant everyday bad days. Um, And so that has been hard too. I'm having to remind myself a lot that going through a breakup is hard and it's normal to have a lot of bad days. And that doesn't mean that I've regressed in my mental health journey or that I'm doing poorly. It just means I'm going through a hard time right now and that's totally normal and that's okay. And I think, I mean, the fact that I'm aware of it already speaks volumes to the fact that I'm better than I was before because before I didn't realize how bad it was. But like, I actually had a Snapchat memory pop up today and I almost cried watching it because I was so sad in it and that's what the snap was about was about me being sad and just feeling so defeated and it made me sad but it also made me um, feel good in a way because I was like wow I have grown so much and even though this breakup is hard and finding myself is hard and can feel um, sad a lot of the times, I'm doing so much better and I need to give myself credit for that. But all of this also, I think I wanted to do this episode because I was kind of riding a like high the last episode. Like I was, and I think that's how a lot of emotions come and go in waves. And so like when I recorded last episode, I was feeling really good, feeling confident. I decided I was going to be in my single era. I was going to, I decided I was going to be in my flirting era and I still totally am in that. Um, I'm calling it my villain era because like, I just want to be like a bad bitch, you know, like I just want to be that bitch. Like anyways. Um, so I think that's why I wanted to record this episode and be a little bit more raw and a little more serious not that the last episode was unserious. I didn't fully edit that episode. I only cut out like this one part that I said I was going to cut out. Um, so I, I forget even what I said, but I just know that I was talking about flirting and more the like positive things that I was doing to combat the negative things. And so I just wanted to talk about the negative things, which I'm kind of getting redundant here, but I just want everyone to know that it is normal to be sad when you go through something hard like in my therapy session my therapist we were talking um and I was like trying to or not trying to but I was like explaining how it's like I was just talking about my sadness and 
like stuff and I was saying in a way of almost dismissing it because the breakup was not um it wasn't like malicious or anything like it was like it was sad obviously but it there was no like anger in the actual process of the breakup I'm in my anger era now but that's okay but my therapist was like no it's okay to have those feelings like you went through something and she was like I'm just gonna call it what it is but it's traumatic like that is what trauma is it's like a life-altering thing and sure this is like a very small in retrospect trauma um and I I will get over it but at the same time it still is um a lot of people call it like little t trauma like it's like something my my whole world is changing like how I'm living my life every day has completely changed and that's huge and it's and it wasn't my choice and so I think that's the most frustrating thing is that it wasn't my choice and so that's why it's hard instead of like you know when you choose like I'm gonna start working out every day like I want to get so fit or whatever that's like a positive choice that you choose and there's not really consequences I mean sure if you go too hard too fast like you could injure yourself or something but if you're smart about it and you're making those decisions wisely like it's gonna be just good for you whereas if um I don't know. I I was trying to think of an example related example that would be negative, but um I can't think of an example, but that's okay. So yeah, it's been hard and I've been really sad, but and then I had something happen. Well, I don't have to go into that. Um but it's been hard and I've been sad and I've been trying to I, I just want to be able to remind myself that it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel that way because I want to be in like my quote-unquote villain era like I want to be confident and I want to um like be flirty and single and dating and like living my best life but that doesn't mean that I am not allowed to feel sad sometimes because that still is a human emotion and Even the happiest people have bad days. Like, even the people who are really, really happy and content with their life are still going to have hard, stressful, sad, angry, like, days. Like, they're still going to have those emotions. Um, And so it's normal and it's okay to feel those things. I beat myself up a lot of times when I start feeling a certain way. Because, like I said, it's scary for me because I know that sometimes those emotions can lead to bad habits. And so I try and push them away, but the truth is, is that they're not going to go away unless you actually actively choose to acknowledge them and process them and figure out why you're feeling that way. And honestly, just feel it. Like, if you feel like you need to cry, just cry. If you feel like you just want to lay in bed for a little bit, like, do that. Like, obviously, get what you need to get done, but try and figure out, okay, what tasks do I need to get done today? Get those done. And then once those are done, you know, you don't have to do anything productive after that. Like you can just lay in bed. You can just take a nap. You can just watch a movie. Like you don't have to be productive a hundred percent of the time. Is it good to be productive? Sure. And, but 
especially when you're going through something hard, you have to be easy on yourself because otherwise you're going to get burnt out really fast. And, you know, even if you're going, even if you're like in a good space, you could still potentially get burnt out. And so when you're in that a kind of negative headspace, it's so much easier for you to get burnt out and then get discouraged. And like for me, um, my burnout kind of um, manifests its way and like I'll maybe start to kind of ease up on maybe I don't turn in an assignment to or two or something or maybe I don't put my laundry away. And then once I kind of do a few smaller things that are not really that bad everything comes crumbling down after that and you don't want to reach that point in burnout where you are incapable of doing anything and so just be mindful of your headspace and your um, capacity just so that you can know okay I need to rest today I'm gonna do the things that I absolutely need to do and after that I'm going to rest and relax and find something that's truly rest and relaxation for you. Yes, like vegging out, scrolling on TikTok, whatever can be really relaxing, but sometimes for me, it's almost draining. And so I'll maybe set aside a specific amount of time and be like, okay, I'll veg out. (sighs) Easy. I'll veg out for an hour. And then after that, I'm going to maybe take a bath and watch a movie or I'm going to read tonight or um, like draw or color or something. So finding things that are mindful or mindless still, but are not going to drain you because like social media and stuff can be draining for a lot of people. So just being mindful of that. So I've pretty much gone over the gist of being sad and those emotions and that stuff and I'm sure as I continue I will bring up a few other things but I wanted to kind of talk about how I've been combating it and these are kind of more practical and they're not like oh I'm just like flirting with people like sure that's fun and it does help like when you're feeling like lonely or whatever having someone to flirt with but you can't always sometimes there's not someone to flirt with and so that's not practical and there's not um like you can't go out and meet people or something so I'm gonna talk about some more practical ways to kind of fight the scaries um and the biggest thing that I've been doing a lot lately is long form media so excuse me um things like podcasts tv and youtube things that are gonna hold my attention well not hold my attention but are longer than like a TikTok or whatever. Like TikTok good again, again, nothing wrong with it. But if I'm feeling unproductive or unmotivated, something that kind of helps me get motivated is that more long form media. So like when I'm working, I often will listen to podcasts, um, mainly because I work alone. And so it feels a little bit more social than um, like listening to music because it's more talking and I often listen to more like comedy type of podcasts so I'm like kind of laughing and whatever so I really like podcasts or if I like need to be productive around the house I'll listen to a podcast while I'm like cleaning or whatever and that's really helpful similarly I do the same thing with YouTube um I've started watching YouTube a lot more like I've uh found a few people that I really like their content and so 
I will do that when I kind of want some background noise or something and like maybe I'm doing homework or again like cleaning or something like that. I almost uh, consume YouTube in the same way that I do a podcast where it's just kind of like background noise and with the long form media like that it's a lot easier to like oh I can do other things while this is on and so then you know I'm able to like oh, I'll pick up my space and then I'm feeling more productive. So maybe I'll do a load of laundry and then that makes me feel good. So maybe I'll like deep clean the bathroom, like things like that. Like being productive for me is like a domino effect. Like I have to start with like a little bit of productivity and then it has to like build on each other. And so watching YouTube or whatever helps me kind of kickstart that productivity because it's like I turn it on and I'm I like I'll see someone else being productive and then I'm like oh I need to do that too it's kind of like I'm pretty sure it's I mean this is like let me just say it and then I can give a disclaimer but I think it's an ADHD thing like it's like parallel play type thing like I study a lot better if someone else is in the room also studying. Like, we're not talking or anything, but we're just in the same room studying, and that helps me focus a lot better. So, it's the same thing with, like, cleaning and um, meal prepping, whatever it is. Like, I find it a lot easier to do when I'm watching YouTube because they're often doing similar things, and so then it's it's kind of like that quote-unquote parallel play type thing. Like, oh, this person's doing their dishes, so let me also do my dishes while they do it. And um, so I found that really helpful. And I've also been trying to watch TV in a like way where I'm actually just watching TV. Like I don't, oh, I keep yawning. I'm sorry. (laughs) In a way where I like, I'm just watching TV because I'm trying to slowly fix my brain that I don't need to be hyper, hyper, hyper stimulated to be able to focus. And so I've been, um, I started watching Ginny and Georgia, which I really like. Um, and I've been trying to like, when I watch it, I'm just watching it. I'm not on my phone. I'm not doing anything else. Like if I do something else, it would be something like maybe drawing or something like kind of doodling, like, so that more like a fidget type thing as opposed to like, something that is gonna hold my attention. So those kind of long-form media has been something that's been helpful. A good distractor and like I said it kind of helps me focus. Um, And then that also, you know, especially on days where maybe it feels like the day is going so slow and it's just dragging on, that long-form media is going to be helpful to kind of push your day along because, you know, you watch a TV show, it's like at least like 20 minutes or so and then maybe you watch two and that's like almost an hour um and then like things like podcasts and tv you know you listen to a podcast and by the time you finish it you're ready for work or whatever so it helps kind of get the ball rolling kind of move the day along um and for me personally it helps me not like be in my head so much so I'm not like thinking about like oh I would be texting my ex right now or I'd be calling my ex right now or you know when I'm getting dressed like oh I'd be sending them a fit check like whatever it is I'll be focused on whatever I'm listening or watching and so then it helps me kind of not switch directions but just (laughs) not be like spiraling almost. And then another thing I've been doing is 
making playlists and I've been trying to make more specific shorter playlists. So like, well, and this habit has not (laughs) worked out great. I started to do that and then now I'm like back in the habit of like I add every song I've ever known to one playlist. That's okay. But I have like an angry breakup playlist. I have like a sad breakup playlist and like having those like different things for like when you're in specific moods, like if you're feeling sad and you want to just feel that sadness, you turn on the sad one. Or like when you want to feel like that bitch, you turn on your that bitch playlist. Like, you know, having very specific mood playlists can be really good because on days maybe, you know, you are feeling kind of sad, but you don't want to be and not in a like avoiding your emotions way, but you're like, I need to snap out of this. So you turn on your like confidence playlist and then honestly, singing songs and stuff like that is really powerful, and it probably is going to make you feel more confident. Hi, Blue. She just rolled over. Hi, baby. Are you so cute? Are you my cute girl? Hmm? (laughs) Hi, honey. Okay, I had to take a cat petting break. She wanted love. Um, so yeah, make playlists, Make specific, shorter playlists. And, you know, maybe that's common knowledge. Maybe people have been doing that, but I haven't. I have a playlist called I'm a Star, and it's basically any song that I know most of the words to because I just will be able to sing it. And while that playlist is still helpful and I still listen to it, um, it's also good to have specific playlists, like, for the mood that you're in. And this has made me realize I want to make another playlist, so I'll probably do that after this episode. Um, but, yeah, make playlists. And that'll help you out. Another thing is just making plans, which is quite obvious. But, like, um, you know, I had a few friends over for the quote-unquote Super Bowl. <laughs> we didn't really watch it. It was more just to vibe and hang out, um, which is great because I needed to hang out with people. Or, you know, making new friends, making plans with them, whatever it is. I think making plans is just a great way. And I kind of talked about this, I feel like, in the last episode. But um, relying on... Let me look at my notes. Did I write that down? Yeah, I, I, put, I talked about hanging out with friends. Um, but just, like, making plans. And also those plans can be by yourself. Like, maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to go to this store and look around or whatever. Like, I'm going to go to this coffee shop to do my homework. Like, just doing, doing stuff, being busy is a great way to combat the scaries. And, um, going out in public really helps me because when I'm at home, I get in my head a lot and I'm just thinking to myself. And whereas, like, if I'm out in public, I'm gonna see people walking by and I'll, like, be thinking about other people's lives and other people's things instead of my own. And not in an avoidance type of way, but in the point, like, I especially like to do this when, you know, maybe I've been at home, I've been feeling kind of down for a while, and then I'm like, you know what, I just can't feel this way anymore today, so I go out to a coffee shop, I go maybe just take a little drive, you know, whatever it is, just get up and do something. Like, the other day, I was studying in one space at school, and then I started, like, feeling really, like, anxious and sad and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go walk campus a little bit find maybe somewhere outside to sit or just a different place to study and so I just like walked for five ten minutes around campus and found somewhere new to study and it was like really refreshing and um my brain was ready to focus again and 
it felt really good. So finding ways to kind of, this is kind of different than making plans, but it made me uh, that uh, I transitioned into it nicely, but is kind of, uh, I hope I'm getting this terminology right, but I want to say it's like kind of the like parasympathetic nervous system, right, is like the kind of subconscious nervous system. And so like doing things like going for like a walk or whatever kind of activates that so then you're not using your, um, I don't know, but like physical activity, like I, I wasn't like exercising. I literally like walked from point A to point B on campus and I just like took it kind of leisurely, took some deep breaths while I was doing it. It was really nice out that day. And so I was just taking in the sunshine, taking in the, um, like the outdoors and I found a new table to sit at and study and I was able to study because I, um, got my heart rate moving, got my blood pumping and, um, just being outside is really good for your mental health and all that. So I, um, I would recommend that doing things like that. And I really want to get back in the gym. Um, I just need to f- figure out my schedule, um, so that I can be fit. Um, the next thing that I wrote, which I don't even know, well, I kind of know, I think I'm, so it's do something cathartic and, I think, oh, oh my gosh, I didn't know my cat was sitting behind me, and he just started licking his, like, like, cleaning himself, and it just scared me. Anyways, um, so, like, my friend's gonna come over, and I'm gonna, quote-unquote, like, well, I don't want to say my ex's name, but we're gonna, like, take down pictures and all that fun stuff, um, but basically, like, making my, taking my spaces back (laughs) so that they're not full of my ex because I just, not that I haven't really wanted to, I have wanted to, I just haven't, um, I haven't spent time in my spaces a lot so that I haven't really noticed that I still have lots of pictures and things out that maybe I shouldn't anymore. I'm not really feeling them at the moment. I might not get rid of all of them, but definitely not having them out, um, I think it's going to make me feel so much better, um, and that'll be kind of cathartic, like, like, oh, this is the end of this era type thing, um, doing something, like, a lot of people will do, like, the, like, burn things, and I think that could be really fun and powerful. I don't know if I want to do that yet. We'll just, we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Um, might be feeling kind of spiteful, so (laughs) I might want to burn stuff, but doing something like that, um, something, like, um, ceremonious, like, okay, I'm choosing to take my life back. I'm choosing to end this era that I was in before and even though like it's been almost two months well not quite like a month and a half since the breakup um it's never too late to decide when you are saying okay it's the end of that era and I'm ready to start my new one and you can do that as many times as you want you can do as many cathartic things as you want there's so many different ways to be cathartic the only thing I can think of right now is like burning things um but oh like things like dyeing your hair cutting your hair Ooh, maybe I'll dye my hair (laughs) anyways like doing fun things like that where it's like doing something solely for you that's kind of crazy kind of like um obnoxious but 
that's what's fun about like finding out who you are seeing oh yeah do I like my hair like this do I like to dress like this do I like to um decorate my space like this like doing things like that like radical things that are solely for you that maybe are out of your comfort zone I think is like really helpful um when going through a breakup and I just mentioned like dressing a certain way and that's kind of the last um thing that I've been doing to like practically combat the um breakup scaries is just putting on a fit like that was kind of a goal I had for the year even before the breakup but um I've been trying to even if I'm like feeling really bummy and like not good I'm like let me at least just like put on jeans or just a little bit of a fit and it makes me, it really truly makes me feel a lot more confident and a lot more, um, like, okay, I'm ready to take on the day when I put on a little fit. Oh my gosh, 11-11, guys. It's probably not when you're listening, but if it is, make a wish. Okay, I made my wish. Um, but yeah, put on a fit. And like I said, it doesn't have to be elaborate, but like think about, okay, do these things match? Do, what shoes am I going to wear? Maybe build a fit off of the shoes you're going to wear. Or like, I love doing that. I like being like, okay, I have this specific article of clothing I want to wear. Now let me base my whole outfit on that clothing's vibe. And similarly, I also really want to curate my closet, which I've been talking about, which I think I'm going to because I did well on my tests and I said that I would, um reward myself if I did well on my tests and so I really want to buy new clothes and so I think I'm gonna buy a few things so that I can start to curate my closet and have things that I actually like to wear because I feel like my style has changed a lot but I haven't um bought a lot of new clothes so yeah it's put on fits it'll make you feel confident I just found this thing on my um TikTok it it's like a I don't know if it's a trend or if it's like an actual thing but it's like dopamine dressing and it's basically like putting on an outfit that's gonna make you happy and then it does it makes your day better when you put on an outfit I I think it also has something to do with like color theory and wearing colors that supposedly create dopamine so but just putting on a fit that you feel good and confident in and that can be like sweats or something like if you want to be comfy and confident that's totally okay but try to like if you're having a somewhat high energy day but you know you're just in a funk like put on just a little bit of a fit maybe you put on a little makeup maybe you do your hair um like just just putting in a little bit of effort into your appearance can really turn your whole day around so, thank you for going on this little journey with me, talking about breakups and sadness. Um, if you're going through a breakup right now, um, I feel you. I'm hugging you through the podcast right now. Um, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it. I'm sure you've heard that from a million people, but that's okay. We're going to get through it. It's going to be good. Um, and... Yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you have ideas for new podcast episodes, let me know. I want to have a guest on soon because I haven't had a guest on in a while. So, I 
If you have questions for someone who comes on the pod, I don't know who it would be yet, but if you have questions like or topics that you would want to hear me discuss with someone else, uh, you can DM me or there's a question box in one of the highlights on the Instagram, which is the Instagram I said at the beginning, but it's always my train of thought underscore AG. My personal Instagram is ally.gals. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, my train of thought. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can support me all those ways. I'd love, 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 love to have people on the Patreon. Um, and then I could actually start posting consistent content because the content's kind of hit or miss right now because I have no patrons. So if you want to get on the Patreon, um, there will be lots of bonus content. As soon as I literally get one patron, the content is going to be crazy. I want to start making more blog posts and um, maybe like bonus episodes and stuff. I think I'm going to start, once I get a few Patreon people, I'm going to do, because the goal is a pod a week. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure there'll be some weeks that I skip, but a pod a week and then I might even do two, like one for the Patreon, but Patreon, you always get unedited episodes um, unless I say something super controversial, then I'm going to edit that out. But <laughs> for the most part, it's going to be unedited. So that is an added bonus. And I'm going to start recording myself and posting them to YouTube in case you want to watch on YouTube. Uh, I just have to, my camera, I need to um, take some of the videos off of it. It doesn't have a lot of storage right now. So yeah. This has been Breakups and Sadness, guys. Um, Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye!